Hello and welcome to Gut Shot, your favorite MTG podcaster's favorite MTG podcast. This is Will, and as always, I'm joined by my boy, Frederick. Hello, everyone. It's Frederick, aka War Crimes Uwu, on Twitch. I am the uh, curve filler creature that you cut from your Zendikar limited deck because it didn't have a party creature type. Welcome to Gut Shot. I imagine that's going to happen a lot, you know, when you're doing a limited in Zendikar Rising. You're probably going to um, uh, bend over backwards to get those uh, party benefits, right? Yeah, yeah, that's definitely going to be good for limited and for evaluating cards. I'm looking forward to uh, not touching Zendikar Ri uh, Rising limited at all and just opening up my 50 packs and just hoping that I open up my four Lotus Cobras. All I The very first thing I'm going to do is uh, Naya, uh, Nahiri, Winoda, Embercleave. Uh, so I'm not even going to touch uh, limited until I get that done. That sounds pretty grody. I'm going to enjoy some drafts. I have not decided if I'm going to do the set pre-order or not. I'm definitely going to do the mastery pass, but... Yeah, this draft format does look pretty fun, in all honesty. I've already bought my pre-order 50-pack. Uh, I have already bought them, uh, looking, uh, thinking about interesting ways I could open them up, you know, uh, hashtag content creation. But, uh, yeah. That's, yeah, that's where that is now. And today, here on the podcast, we wanted to talk about crossovers in Magic the Gathering. Now, Magic for a long time didn't really cross over with anything it was very much its own distinct thing that didn't have any other properties added to it um but now we're starting to see it a whole lot and i think that the first time that this, uh, that this happened in recent memory was the um hascon promos do you remember these frederick uh yes um so from what i understand it was uh other properties that hasbro owns there were some nerf uncards oh i forgot about the nerf card yeah yeah it was like a nerf gun uncard it was pretty cool you shot your opponent's deck with a nerf darts and then like however it milled whatever fell off i remember people being really upset about that and they were like no one better come around my deck with a nerf gun trying to shoot my expensive edh deck uh yeah you <laughs> like people do when they play in tournaments with uncards right 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 uh, yeah, yeah, there was the nerf. I remember the D&D card, which was the sword, uh, like the sword parody, sword of something and something. I, I sword don't of remember. Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, yeah there it is. Uh, I remember there was a My Little Pony card and then a Transformers card that actually had a double side. It actually transformed. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I mean, that was neat. And I think that's the way to do it. You do it with uncards that are limited release. Right, yeah, that was probably the um, safest way for them to start out with these crossovers in actual Magic the Gathering cards. Um, ever since then, they really have been ramping it up. We've seen the Godzilla cards that were um, entered into Ikoria packs that were real Magic cards and had the real Magic card name on it, but they would be special versions that would have a Godzilla, like Godzilla, and then like his friends, and then like monsters, like uh, Space Godzilla, Mothra. Um, There's like an egg. I I'm not too up on the uh, on the Godzilla lore, but we had the Godzilla cards in Ikoria. Um, they just came out with a Walking Dead secret layer, which I don't think anyone was really excited about. I didn't really see too much chatter about it online. Um, but the big thing that we're seeing now is the Dungeons and Dragons set that is supposedly going to replace the core set 
for 2021. Yeah. Uh, and, we're, and we're already seeing uh, in Rising, which is about to come out, there's the party, uh, the party mechanic, which seems like it's a bit of a plant for the D&D set. So we're really starting to see these ramp up. So one of the questions we want to ask is, do we even want these crossovers in Magic at all? Um, I remember you saying something um, about this. How do you feel about these crossovers? Um, I strongly dislike them for the most part. I think that the best place to... I, I think that the best place to do crossovers if you're going to do them is in unsets and limited release. No, um, making sure the cards will never see tournament play because the, the tournament is a place for like all players and not all players like the other thing that they're crossing over with. I think that the Godzilla ones were especially poorly implemented because like even on Magic Arena, I couldn't turn them off without turning off all other card styles. And even if I turned off all other card styles, half the time they'd still have the Godzilla art and name because it was glitched out. The Godzilla ones were really tough because they replaced the name. And right. the name has like special significance within the rules uh, because, you know, between different uh, versions and different languages, the name is what created the um, that particular card in the rules. Uh, and if you mess with the name, that caused problems with cards that like care about name or have you name cards. And for the Godzilla cards to uh, basically not re entirely replace the name but like try to replace them as much as they possibly could without hitting that line where it affects the rules was just really awkward I, I i don't know i just i was not a fan of those in general i agree it was really awkward with the rules especially like if you have two different versions of the card in your deck and you get extirpated yeah i i, I didn't like it i think it was bad implementation and i just don't like godzilla so i didn't want right. it in my magic you know what i mean it's one thing if it's just kind of casual like unhinged unglued gameplay but if you if you're going to a tournament and you can expect to find if i don't know fucking seinfeld cards <laughs> playing against your opponent like it's what if i don't want that and if one of those cards is good i have to see it forever now yeah i am not a fan of how the godzilla cards specifically were implemented now the godzilla basic lands in the secret layer i'm a little bit more lenient on you know because they didn't really get too close with affecting like the play like um like how cards played in your hand and uh in the game you know uh, almost trying to erase the name as much as possible i didn't hate that too much and to be honest i'm kind of in the um camp of I, I don't mind crossovers i'd like to see more of them as long as they're done tastefully yeah right yeah it, it's doesn't make sense for a like a real magic card that already exists to kind of be replaced by a um by a crossover silverboard world unsets is a great place to to put them especially you know promos um and like the real card but give it just like a special art that ties it in to another um uh, to another property is a little bit better but yeah not a fan of how um gods uh, how the godzilla cards uh were implemented and hoping they can do a better job of it in the future yeah i i agree i think um like it also kind of depends on what you consider a crossover like if we look at the secret layers that they've had so far like the ones that were just actual field drawings of birds, I thought those were really cool. That's exactly the kind of crossover that I want. Or the tattoo art. Like it's 
still magic cards, you know? Yeah, that's a good point because uh, we're thinking the crossover as other IPs coming mm-hmm. into magic. But yeah, there's a number of different ways that you know you can cross over. And uh, I was actually thinking about this right before we hopped on here. Uh, one of the very first crossovers that magic ever did back in the day was with the real world. Um, uh, I don't know if you were playing back when uh, like uh, corset cards could have quotes of like real literature on them in the flavor text. You could even argue that like Arabian Nights uh, and, you know, maybe like Mirage up to a point, you know, those early sets uh, could be crossovers of the real world. You know what I mean? Yeah, I I agree. Um, I think I think those were cool. I really don't think that there was a huge issue with the way that I, I, I think I don't think there was a huge issue with the way that they did that. And I liked um, flavor text on. I liked the real world flavor texts on those on those old cards, like the the Rhyme of the Ancient Mariner on a bunch of blue cards. Like I thought that was really cool, and I think that's exactly a tasteful way to do crossovers. Um, I also liked the basic lands that they did that were panoramas, uh, or not panoramas, like they they were they were photographs of real life locations uh, where pro tours were held of like natural scenes. Um, now, with that in mind. Um, they're, uh, they reprinted Shatterstorm and Amonkhet Remastered, and I have um, a beautiful piece of poetry that I think that they could use as flavor text for Shatterstorm. Hey, you, you got Ray for us? Yeah, yeah, I do, actually. I'll just recite this poetry for you. All right, go, go off, King. It's just one of those days where you don't <laughs> everything is fucked, everybody sucks, you don't really know why, but you want to <laughs> rip someone's head off, no human contact, and if you interact, your life is on contract. <laughs> That is to stay away, motherfucker. It's just one of those days. Hope hope you know I'm like a chainsaw. <laughs> <laughs> Wizards, take note. You want to do tasteful crossovers? This is exactly how you do it. Limp biscuit flavor text. Exactly. So all of that being said, you know, um, Frederick and I wanted to, uh, you know, come together, meeting of the minds, and figure out what new crossovers would we like to see in Magic the Gathering. So, Frederick, why don't you start us off? What is a crossover you would like to see in Magic the Gathering? Okay, um, so they they've made a Harry Potter set. Mm-hmm. Yep, Strixhaven. That's gonna kind kind of reel in the sort of uncritical li- shit lib audience, but you know what they really have to do to seal the deal with, like, uh, with with the K Hive Twitter. Uh, what's that? Magic: The Gathering meets Hamilton. Ooh, okay, okay. Uh, what what are you thinking with this one? The worst card game with the worst musical. Just at like uh, no POC representation. Everyone's rapping in powdered wigs. Mm. Jace delivering some terrible, predictable bars. Mm. Yeah, uh, altered uh, the full art lands that just have Lin Manuel Miranda's smug face from him dunking on Drumpf on Twitter. Yeah, I think this could be a really great set or secret layer or just direction for Magic to turn into. What are what, what are your thoughts? Uh, can we rhyme yeah with yeah? Yes. <laughs> um, I think there's a lot of uh, potential here. Um, you know, Hamilton, for many, many years, it was so hard to get a ticket. You would have to pay exorbitant prices. You know, they were sold out all the time, just like modern MTG product, right? It fits, it fits in perfectly. Yeah. 
I, I think it's uh, <laughs> it will price you out of this terrible musical you shouldn't want to see anyway, and will also price you out of uh, the format that you actually want to play in Magic. I'm going to guess that there's not that much overlap between, uh, you know, Hamilton heads, as they say, and MTG players. Uh, you know, uh, this would bring in a lot of fresh blood into our game. Um, is it fresh blood if it's contaminated with uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda's writing? <laughs> uh, actually, now that I'm thinking about this, I don't like this because if you're going to go see Hamilton, you have money. And what happens when people with money get into magic? They buy up, you know, they, they become part of the uh, speculator cabal and they start buying up all the reserve list cards and our dual lands get even more expensive. So actually, I'm not a fan of this. We're, we're not going to do this. Uh, bad for the game. Okay. Yeah. Bad for the game. Here's one that I think might be better for the game and a crossover that I would like to see is Gundam. Just like with the Godzilla lands, this is going in that same direction of, you know, weebs uh, who who just want to collect their favorite franchise. Uh, and Magic has lots of artifact creatures that I think would look great in the gun style. Now, we've seen something like this. Uh, they, they just recently had the Can You Feel with a Heart of Steel, which is like the stupidest name ever. Excuse me, which is the silliest name ever. Isn't that a lyric to something, though? I don't know, and uh, it's it's it sounds really silly, so I don't even want to look it up. Okay, all I'm saying is I'm going to point to some theoretical hypocrisy on your part. If they released a secret layer called Break Stuff, that was artifact removal with Fred Durst in the art, you would be all over that shit. You would not be calling it silly or cringe. I, I absolutely, I absolutely would. Uh, you know, hey, you know, call me out all you want. That's perfectly fine. But they had a secret layer that was like this, and you know they kind of looked like Gundam, but they weren't Gundam. And I think Magic should just go all the way, and you know, not really small artifact creatures, but you know, the big headlining artifact creatures, and just make them exactly like Gundams, like uh, like the very first Gundam from uh, the um, 1979 show, or Gundam Wing, or um, you know, some some of the other ones who you know, some of the other 50 million ones that I don't know. Magic cards that would be perfect for this. Uh, Dark Steel Colossus would be good. Uh, Meteor Golem would be a great way for you know, Magic not to uh, give up any of its equity and to uh, hurt players again. And uh, due to Gundam's focus on you know tragic space opera, Solemn Simulacrum. Yeah, that would be that. That would be a good one. I honestly would not mind a, a secret layers. I think is a not as good of a place to do that as as unsets, but it's a decent place to do that. Um, and I wouldn't mind, I guess I wouldn't mind Gundam. I would be amenable to that. If you had to choose between uh, uh, seeing across the table in a tournament setting, seeing Godzilla cards or Gundam cards, which would you rather see? Um, Gundam. I'm not particularly interested in either of them, but I think Gundams look cool. Yeah, uh, unequivocally so. You know, recently they just unveiled a huge um, life-size Gundam in Japan that can actually get up and walk around. And I think that another great crossover opportunity would be for Magic to have a full-size Ulamog that can get up and walk around and uh, cause havoc. I think that would be pretty rad. Um, you know, we are just flesh Gundams. <laughs> if you think about it. Exactly, exactly. Where's, where's my MTG crossover? Get me on a card. 
Yeah, put us on a card. That would unironically be kind of cool, like a secret layer with like MTG content creators in the art. Hmm. Yeah, that that would be cool with the content creators. You know, honestly, we probably have the um, infrastructure to where people could like, just like you would order a secret layer, you know, order one and give your personal information. They could like custom make you a card. You know, I I wouldn't be surprised if we see something like that down the road. But that's you know, that should workshop that idea. I think that it would have to go through a real human's eyes every oh, yeah. way because I would totally put a picture of my penis on literally any card. I can think of a lot of very like uh, awful choices that people could make and I'm not going to repeat. I'm not going to repeat on the podcast that would make that instantly a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's my only thing. So it either has to be limited to enough people that they could look at it with each individual person or like gated behind performing well in some event. Yeah, that's that's a good point. Do you have another crossover you would like to see in Magic? Yeah, uh, you know it, you love it. Uh, everybody um, who plays Magic the Gathering probably liked it at one point. It's uh, Diary of a Wimpy Kid. <laughs> uh, instead of Death Touch, we've got Cheese Touch. Mm. very powerful um removal spells like zooey mama <laughs> i i think the art would be incredibly easy to commission it would be the cheapest set art wise of any magic set um i i think it would lend itself very well to magic gameplay will how do you feel about uh, magic gathering diary of a wimpy kid wizards if you need somebody to draw stick figures for your new secret layer i have a very reasonable rate just oh no no, no. this is a set Oh, it's a set? Yes. Yeah, I'm not a secret uh, layer. Oh, oh, okay, okay. See, um, the problem with this is that I'm not familiar enough with Diary of the Wimpy Kid to, like, know any of the jokes or anything like that. Um, how about dual decks? They've had, like, elves versus goblins and, like, uh, um, uh, wizards versus whatever it was. Um, how about we get Diary of a Wimpy Kid versus Arthur? And then you could like play them against each other. How about that? Ooh, Arthur the Aardvark. Oh yeah. Okay. I I really like that. I love that idea. I think it's pretty great. I think they should just ship it. Ship it. Who's the uh, Who's the bald kid that everyone hates? Uh, that like the children show. Oh, um, starts with a C, right? Cal Caillou or something. Caillou, Caillou, yeah. Let's get Caillou on call. Sorry, I think that's Joe Rogan. <laughs> Joe Rogan. <laughs> that's the bald child everyone hates <laughs> yeah that, that's crazy have you ever done phyrexian oil <laughs> nice <laughs> right uh, so I have, an, I have another crossover that I think would be um, a great idea and this is Warhammer 40k have you ever played Warhammer Frederick um, no I like Fire Emblem and I've heard that Warhammer is Fire Emblem but like less horny and the fan base is full of white nationalists the, uh, as much as I hate to say it yes that is true although I would say if you get de deep into the game it is just as horny as any other game out there uh, Warhammer 40k you know it's a war uh, you know war game where you paint miniatures and play them on the field and um you know, you often see it in game stores along with Magic. And the, the groups kind of stay apart. I remember at my old LGS, there was a big wargaming community and then a smaller Magic community. And they didn't really interact the, uh, all that much. And I think a Warhammer 40k crossover with Magic would really get those groups finally talking to each other. 
Now, Magic hasn't jumped the shark into sci-fi just yet, but I think the world of 40K is just, uh, as they say, grimdark enough to fit <laughs> Magic's aesthetic. Uh, each 40K race is either a sci-fi trope or a techified fantasy race that already exists in Magic. So I would like to see 40K versions of like classic creature type lords. Um, anybody that's looked at the Eldar in 40K know that they're just elves. So I would like to see an Eldar version of cards like Elvish Archdruid or the Orcs. Or, I mean, Orcs are obviously goblins. Uh, so, you know, we could get Goblin Chieftain as a just a Daka Daka Orc Horde. Hmm. Yeah, and then we could also get the Grimdark Humans. Um, the the humans in 40k are just like very gothic very like horrifyingly unworried about the sanctity of human life and they do all sorts of crazy things uh the Adeptus mechanicus yes 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 uh we could see athalia who was like a um like a sergeant in the sisters of battle who are basically just like um strapped down battle nuns or we could get like jace as a tech priest that makes technology work by just like praying to it um i think there are a lot of uh, possibilities here yeah i think there are too and i think that could be something that i would be really interested in in sort of watching happening um, I, I don't know a lot about War, uh, Warhammer 40k, but I, I have enjoyed seeing the the sort of art style um, and listening to people who really like it talk about it. There's some people who are really passionate about Warhammer 40k. Yeah, my uh, like light dabblings in the uh, in the hobby have been very eye opening as to how just like brutal certain sci fi settings can be. Um, you know, and I think this is great. You know, we have uh, two you know different uh, perspectives here on the podcast. You know, I've dabbled a little bit in 40k, so I could talk about you know the uh, um, grim dark setting there, and then you're bringing me that diary of a wimpy kid setting, and you know we're we're really uh, really um, uh, coming up with some great ideas ideas here yeah i agree i think with nothing could go wrong here <laughs> i have one more suggestion uh did you have another one um yeah uh so this is one i would actually like to see and it's never gonna happen and just like i don't want to wish for this just for the fact that um i know that there are many people who don't care about this and they would feel the same way about that i do about the godzilla cards so i don't this just for the people who wouldn't want to have to play against this and have it intrude in their magic gameplay but i fucking love fire emblem it's one of my favorite series and i think it would be really awesome it would lend itself well to magic aesthetically um there are some pretty cool characters in fire emblem that could match with pretty cool um cards uh hubert from fire emblem could be on a dark confidant in a secret layer I, I, I think there's a lot of there's a lot of possibilities. I think they could like reprint Dramoka and have um, the Immaculate One be on the art for that. I, I think that that would make a neat secret layer, and I don't buy secret layers, but that would make me feel bad for not buying it. This seems like a really cool opportunity. Now, um, I've always kind of been interested in uh, maybe exploring the world of Fire Emblem, and you and I have talked about this uh, before in the past. Uh, Fire Emblem, it's like a kind of a... Um, it's horny chess. It's like a turn-based strategy game, but it's also like a dating sim with waifus. Is that correct? Um, that's only the most recent couple. The good ones are not. The good ones are just strategy games. Oh, okay. So uh, are there going to be waifus in the secret layer uh, for Fire Emblem? 
Well, there are already waifus in every secret layer. You're just not looking hard enough. <laughs> that's that's a, that's a good point. That's a good point. Uh, I I think this is a great idea. Um, now, that's another one I wonder about the overlap of. I would guess that everyone playing Fire Emblem already plays Magic. Would you say that 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 that's true? I don't think. I think there are a lot of weeaboos who don't have the time to play Magic because they're spending all of their money on anime figurines and ball jars and Godzilla cards. Yes. <laughs> all right. I have one more uh, crossover, and I think that this is my best idea yet. Okay. So, yeah, so Magic should do a crossover with the Fraternal Order of Police. I think this is a great idea. We're going to get fantastic new art on classic cards. Uh, you know, like everyone's favorite, Murder. Uh, <laughs> Obuliet. And Endray's Forerunners. Um, what's the... Uh, oh, God. Uh, Grizzly Spectacle? Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's a lot of ways you go. Prison Term? Yeah. A triumph of ferocity. Oh, yeah. There you go. There you go. I don't have Scryfall open. So uh, <laughs> there's a lot of different ways you could go with this. And I think it's going to make a lot of money for Wizards. Uh, probably. There's a lot of Blue Lives Matter dipshits um, who play this game. I, uh, I don't know how, how edgy I'm allowed to get on here. But uh, the only officer I want to hear about is Officer Down. <laughs> um just just so everyone's clear um it is very imperative that the officers who killed brianna taylor uh come to justice and get prosecuted yes no, no, no joke no joke yeah. that's just that's just the truth unironically fuck cops <laughs> <laughs> yes that is that is where we're going to uh, uh leave it uh today Thank you so much for listening to Gutshot, home of the absolute spiciest MTG hot takes. I'm Will at Agro Rhetoric on Twitter. And I'm Frederick at War Crimes Uwu on Twitch. And you have been listening to Gutshot, the only Magic the Gathering podcast. Good night. <laughs>